In a world filled with endless hours of original programming provided by hundreds of cable channels, Netflix and Amazon, it is easier than ever to find quality entertainment that appeals to you and your family. While it's far from perfect, diversity in voices and representation is an all-time high, and allowing people of all ages to connect to characters in film and on screen. But not long ago, there were only three television channels, and the cheaply made family man comedy was king. Turning the dial would only give you another glimpse into a suburban nuclear family with a breadwinner husband, a stay-at-home wife, and the occasional talking horse. That is until 1964, when one show dared to take a glimpse into the lives of the terrible monsters that lived next door. The Munsters premiered that September, and well, America is yet to recover. The Munster Hunters shuns the millions of hours of original shows that are available at the press of a button to take a look back at a 60-year-old comedy about a Frankenstein monster and his grotesque family. Welcome to the Munster Hunters. Welcome to the very first episode of Munster Hunters, the only show that dares to shun the millions of hours of new original streaming content to revisit a 50-year-old sitcom about a Frankenstein monster and his monster and his grotesque family. I'm Derek. I'm a Munster Hunter. Joining me, as always, is Keith. Keith, how you doing? Hey, hey, I'm doing good. This is Keith, and I am also a Munster Hunter. And... On the opposite side of Keith, of course, is the Dr. Dre of Kansas, Terry. <laughs> hello, hello. Uh, yep, it's me, Terry. I'm also a monster hunter. A monster hunter. And me. a monster hunter. Uh, and a monster hunter. You know, killed the wolf know. man on the that's, way in today. That's his, his day job. Yeah. Day job. <laughs> we, and, which, if you're, if you're out hunting monsters during the day, you are doing it wrong, I think. Right? Don't find so a lot. You, yeah. you want to get a jump on them, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm, but they're not very active during the day. I wouldn't think. Yep, yep. You want to have the day shift for something like that. I think when you get when you get called in to be a monster hunter or a monster yeah. hunter. Either way. <laughs> either way, I think the day, <laughs> you want to work days. You don't want to do the swing shift. You want to work midnights. Yep, yep. Just uh, oh, midnight's probably the worst thing to work if mm-hmm. you're a monster hunter. Yeah, yeah. imagine a full moon <sighs> as monster hunter. You know, nurses are always like, oh, it must be a full moon out when all the crazies get hurt and come into the emergency yep. room. Imagine being a monster hunter on a full moon. I'd be half of those people coming in or uh, monsters, monster hunters. Probably. Monster <laughs> hunters and monsters. Yeah. Nope. You're checking the almanac. All right. I'm going to call in sick on the Thursday. Almanac. <laughs> you, you're checking the almanac for the moon cycles? Sure. Do you have the internet? Just like, do you have an almanac handy? Uh, I no, it's, up, it's, up, it's upstairs. When I can't get the to next yeah. full moon. It's tonight, I think, isn't it? Uh, January. Yeah, it is. No, tomorrow <laughs> is the next full moon. And uh, tomorrow. Yeah, I, I would have known that before you almanac that almanac <laughs> that. Is that like a, the Googled? I Googled that. Mm-hmm. I almanac that. Oh, yeah. Look, 
Yeah, but like if you were if you were a monster hunter, you would check Google or something and find out when the full moon was, and then that'd be the day you called in sick. Wouldn't everybody be calling sick? You'd have to have thirteen sick days to use. Yeah, there's probably a couple like diehards though who are like, "Man, this is the day I live for." Yeah, give me yeah. extra shifts overtime. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. the way I am already. Full moon, I'm out there howling at it. <laughs> Wait, you're howling at it. Yes. Yeah. We'll get at that later. But you're pecu- you're peculiar. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, uh, before we do, before we get into that though, Keith, what do you got going on, man? Oh man, uh, you know what? Uh, taking time out from previous uh, previous podcasts has left me with like a lot, not a lot of stuff exactly. Do I a lot of Lego building lately? But uh, mm. yeah, just trying to figure out when I'm going to do uh, things I should be doing instead of building legos like things that better my life <laughs> work out and stuff while i build a lego i just oh. sit and try and plan things well did you have time <laughs> to look up things on the monsters uh oh yeah i did i did find some time to do that. i told you i've got a lot of free time going I on right know. now that's what i was trying to <laughs> i was i was listen i'm to, not the uh, segue king that you are i could have been like yeah you know speaking howling at the moon <laughs> uh that's what <laughs> monsters do. Keith, tell yeah. us about the monsters. No, no. I uh I I had a whole workout plan this morning and I was like, oh, I gotta find some details about um the monsters. That's like our background with like the monsters. Have we any of us watched this before at all? That's a good question. I did when I was a kid. Do I remember anything specific? No, I don't remember any- I remember like a few episodes here and there, but I don't remember anything specific. And they're like iconic and i don't know when they happen because gotcha. herman plays for the dodgers one game one episode oh does he <laughs> yes. yeah and i'm looking forward to that he also plays basketball for college apparently at some point as well i'm looking forward um, to that as well i remember like because like back when we only had like five channels to choose from i mean this would be on at least once or twice a day mm-hmm. like in you know in syndication next to i love lucy and uh too close for comfort uh but i like i don't remember ever being like oh here's episode one of the monsters oh here's episode two like oh this was from season one i don't remember that ever no i don't think so and i don't know if they ever aired them all in in any type of order or anything like that either Hmm. like when they're in syndication i don't i think they just kind of throw anything out there i don't think it's like start with one and and move on and terry you have you had you ever watched any of this before no, never. Yeah. I mean, I'd like heard of it, um, you know, just because of like culture, it like seeped into my brain somehow. But <laughs> rich, the rich yeah. culture of um, the monsters, the rich history. Yes, mm-hmm. that, that um, is but... interesting. I mean, pretty much everyone, like whether you've like watched it a lot or, or not, or like if somebody's like, hey, uh, the monsters, very few people are gonna be like, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. You know, not bad yeah. for a show that only had uh, two seasons. Yeah, that's, that's true. It. You're that's right. Cool. And a remake um, coming out soon, which is exciting. That's like when it kind of like popped back into my mind. I was like, oh, yeah, this show exists. Oh, yeah. I forgot about it. Uh, it originally aired uh, September 24th, 1964. This was a week after the Adams family uh, came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Very interesting. And, uh, but there's also uh, apparently there's an unaired pilot set in 1964 as well. And it was shot in color and they switched over to black and white to save money um, with all that 
and despite the similarities to uh, what ABC was doing with the Adams family, the, apparently they were created completely separate with no like inspiration. Like one wasn't trying to beat the other one to get like some kind of weird like monster show off the ground and stuff like that. <laughs> the, the great monster race of <laughs> yeah. uh, the early 60s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was created by the same team behind Leave It to Beaver. Mm-hmm. Uh, which so that's Joe Conley and and Bob Mosher, but also I guess the some of the real creators. I guess there's additional creators, Alan Burns and Chris Hayward. They put it together. They were uh, writers for cartoons, including the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. They apparently pitched this idea, and somehow, like their information got passed on without ever crediting them. So they hmm. they're listed if you look up on IMDb. They're from a format by is kind of the mm. credit that those two guys get. Um, also, uh, the reason why they go with uh, like Dracula, the Wolfman, Frankenstein's monster type thing is because uh, Universal Studios owned Universal Television. And since they were putting together the monsters, they figured it was easy to go with uh, using these things that they already had access to. Sure. Mm, makes um, sense. Apparently, when Conley and Mosher originally pitched their series idea, uh, CBS executives knew they had the advantage over uh, the Adams family because the Adams family couldn't use any of those type of characters. And apparently, this is uh, one of the, this is one of the things that made uh, the monsters uh, the more popular of the two shows because there's already a, like a built-in fan base. Uh, one other quick note here: um, they were uh, in 1966. Or, I'm sorry, 1965. They were actually uh, nominated for um, best TV show on the Golden Globes. They did not win. Um, oh. What did they lose they, up uh, to? Keith, you got to follow up with that. Uh, the Rogue Ones. The Rogue Ones. Huh? Classic. I, I have no idea what the Rogue Ones is uh, outside of that, but it was apparently a... What was a Star Wars movie? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Did, hold on. Hold on. Was that, I think the that Rogue might be One. the... Well, Rogue One. Some people will tell you uh-huh. that it's the best Star Wars movie. I will not be one of those people. I don't think I would be either. Yeah, it's it's a good it's one. Right. I like it. Yeah, ah, it's all right. And and it ends um, with pure Darth Vader porn. <laughs> like that whole Darth Vader sounded like a geriatric man, but flinging a <laughs> lightsaber around. Yeah, done solely to. Oh yeah. To give you a chub. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it worked for me. I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It, it seemed to do its job. I mean. But yeah, I could see. Yeah, it did feel like it kind of just showed up. Uh, the Rogues. It's actually just called The Rogues. Uh, Sorry. So it's a prequel. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so we're we're gonna we're going to go over episode one of the monsters, and it was called Holy shit, I had it up, but now my phone went to sleep. Monster Masquerade. Terry, what are some fun facts about episode one of Monster Masquerade? Ooh, well, I've got the, uh, what, what would you call it? Oh, the, the, the crew. I got the crew. That's the right word. <laughs> I got the crew all ready for you here. Um, so it was directed by Lawrence Dobkin, um, which he's actually an actor and a director. He's got like a lot more acting credits than directing credits, um, but mm. they're all pretty much television. Uh I was kind of hoping that he might like appear in the monsters someday, like as an actor himself, but no, he doesn't. Um, 
But he, he did do some Star Trek direct, um, directing, and then he acted in Patton and the Ten Commandments. So that's kind of cool. Oh. There you um, go. And as, yeah, for the written um, and produced by, actually, John or Joe Connolly and Bob Mosher. Um, yeah, like uh, Keith was saying, he's done yeah, a ton of work for TV. He uh, created Leave it to Beaver, um, wrote a ton of stuff for that, um, and he did 20 episodes of The Munsters. And he, he helped with one of the movies as well. Uh, Bob Mosher, same deal, created Leave it to Beaver, did also 20 episodes of The Munster. So I think maybe these two are just like a, a team. They stick together or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just like pretty much the same credits. Yeah, but same with Leave it to Beaver and with The Munsters. Uh, Would it be a safe assumption that there were a lot more writing teams back then? Like, you know, like pairs of, you know, pairs of dudes who were writing these shows a lot of times. I bet you they cranked them out. After yeah. watching this episode, I'm positive somebody cranked this one out. <laughs> yeah. I think they just had like a, maybe like a room of a few people and they just, yeah, oh, threw something out. Yeah. Like, like these guys wrote, <laughs> these guys wrote like season one in a weekend. They just like a weekend bender of like, <laughs> you know. Quick, we need 20 episodes of the Munsters. All right. Mm-hmm. Episode one. Let's call it Monster Masquerade. I wouldn't be surprised if they came up with the names first. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Okay. That sounds good. Three. Uh, Monsters go to dinner. All right. There we go. We got three episodes. Let's keep going. That's Bob. Bob came up with just names of titles. And then Mm -hmm. Joe got to work just, you know, churning out all the rest. Yeah. That'd be great. And they probably wanted to do with alliteration after the first one, Monster Masquerade. But then they gave up real fast. It's like, oh, there's only so many M words. Monster Munchies, uh, mm-hmm. Monster Magic. Yeah, we gotta get Keith in one of these writing rooms. Sixty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can get oh. sixty-eight more of those. Yeah, you'll have two seasons worth. Oh yeah. Well, I'd have to go. Uh, so these guys are. I'd have to go to NBC at that point, though, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and pitch them my uh, my monstery Cookie Monstery Show. The Cookie Monster Show. All Co- right. Cookie Monster oh. Show. Gotcha. Um, this episode actually has a lot of guest stars as well. Um, my, uh, I, I have this like DVD set of all these shows and that lists like the guest stars on each one. Um, and it only listed Mabel Albertson as the guest star. Uh, but then I went to like IMDb and they listed all of them. So, Wait, well, you, were, feel- you weren't kidding. You actually did buy the DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 20 bucks. Yeah. I was like, why not? Let's buy nice. it. Nice. Yeah. I don't have whatever Peacock or whatever it's on. So. I'm not giving in to these dang streaming services. I'll just watch it on. I don't blame you, but yes. I think Peacock's free. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Well, <laughs> <laughs> look who's the fool now. Curses. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, man. Yeah. So uh, bef- when you go through the, the, the people here, at a point, I want to know what the age of some of these people are, because... When we get to it, I'll explain why. I'll let you know. Um, so, yeah, they guest starred Mabel Albertson um, as Mrs. Agnes Daly. Uh, they're all like Daly's, all these people. Frank mm-hmm. Wilcox is also a guest. He's Albert Daly. Uh, Lyndon Childs, I think is how you say that, as Tom Daly. And Lorreen Tuttle as Mrs. Morton um, are all the guest stars. That's oh, a lot of yeah. guest stars for a first mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so yeah, Mabel Albertson has 104 acting credits. Um, wow. Yeah. Going from 1928 to 1975. So she was working for a really long time. Um, looks like it was all pretty much television. There's a couple of movies here and there, but they're all pretty small roles. Uh, 
She did actually direct a TV show, which I found kind of interesting back in 1948. Um, hmm. It was called apartment Four a, uh, it was like a sitcom about three women all living together. Um, oh, okay. But that's all I could find. IMDb was like, if you know more, please let us know. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. You don't that she got to direct a show. So when when IMDb starts asking you for more information, then yeah, you specifically, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Uh, the next person, uh, Frank Wilcox, he's got three hundred and thirty nine credits to his name. Um, Jesus. And he he was working from yeah 1936 to 1973. A lot of TV. Um, he was like in he was in Beverly Hillbillies, Bewitched, Leave It to Beaver, The Lone Ranger, stuff like that. Those are the ones that popped out to me. There was a ton of stuff. Um, yeah, and it seems like he was working yeah for most of his his life. He died shortly. I, I can't remember. It was a couple of years after. Now Lyndon Childs, uh, he's got 150 acting credits to his name. Um, and this, this kind of sent me down a rabbit hole, this guy. I don't know why. Um, so he, he passed away in 2013. Uh, but then I saw a credit for him in 2020. Mm. I was like, well, that can't be right. Um, and his credit in 2020 was for like a sequel to this film. Uh, it was called like Dr. Mabuse. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I was wondering, like, did they just have like leftover footage? Uh, I guess he was in the first movie, uh, which was like in 2013. Was he the titular uh, Dr. Mabuse? He wasn't. He was just like some inspector guy. He wasn't even uh, like the inspector one of the main actors. Mabuse. Yeah, he wasn't. Dr. Mabuse is like the villain. He's like an evil criminal mastermind or something. Um, well, the creators were saying, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> the creators. I was So I watched this like little like thing about this 2020 movie and the creators were talking about how they shot most of both of these movies in their garage. I was watching the trailer. It does look pretty <laughs> low budget. Um, <laughs> and then I kept looking and I guess Dr. Mabuse is like a character from way back in the, like the twenties. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. I think it's like a, maybe a book series or something. There's a ton of movies. I even saw like some of them were on uh, HBO max. So a little extra homework for myself maybe later, but yeah. Um, yeah, so Linda Child. Dr. Mabuse is a master of disguise and telepathic hypnosis known to employ body transference, most often through demonic possession. Oh, demonic huh. possession. Yeah. So it's I don't know how these film. I don't know uh, how these people got the rights to Dr. Mabuse. Maybe that's like free now. I don't know. Yeah, public um, domain. Yeah. But he's back. You thought he's he was, back. He's it's better than back. before. Yeah. <laughs> For a modern age, Mabuse has returned. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, hey. In 1966, the Photoplay Awards, uh, he was nominated for Most Promising New Star. Dr. Mabuse was? No, uh, Lyndon. Oh. Lyndon Childs. Hmm. Well, yeah. The idea of Dr. Mabuse getting an award. <laughs> the hit Holy character. Shit. In 1922, Dr. Mabuse Der Spieler came out. It's a yeah. movie. It's four hours and 57 minutes long. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> Do they even have that much film back then in the 20s? I don't know, but it's got a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Must be good. Wow, I'm kind of curious now. Hmm. I'm about to like, take, take a day to go watch that movie. Yeah, well, at least half a day. All right. So let's, di- let's just dive into this first episode. Absolutely. And- it starts with Marilyn, the niece of Lily, who looks like an attractive young woman. 
is very, very get it on with Tom on the front porch of their spooky house. Right, <laughs> the muster house is spooky on the outside, and the porch is spooky. And Marilyn and Tom are kissing, and Marilyn's like, "You need to come in and meet my folks." And did, Tom, did the shutter slam on his hand? Yeah, one point did. Yes, yeah. Yes. The, the house was fighting back. Mm-hmm. Because we'll find out nobody liked Tom except for Marilyn. Anyway, she's like, they're sort of old fashioned, right? Uh, and mm-hmm. she's lived with them since she was a baby, blah, blah, blah. But Herman's peeping out the window. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, he's, he's like watching what's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. And then they it's cut curious. to the inside and there's Herman and Lily. And they're like, oh, it's the fourth date, blah, blah, blah. And Lily says, it's amazing how some boys will overlook appearance. Mm. And yeah, this is, I mean, the this is the go-to thing mm-hmm. that you expect with this is. The monsters, they don't notice that there's anything odd about them. It's everyone else's no. weird. No. And, and they think their attractive young woman is hideous. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I think there's a few things that happen in this episode. that are going to be reoccurring themes like the mm-hmm. the uh, the touchstone for every episode that'll happen. So anyway, so that's one of them. Uh, and then Herman's like, well, you can't be too careful. There are a lot of strange people out there. Doesn't yeah. he like look at the camera a little bit, too, when he like, <laughs> yeah. and, and gives a little. Little nod, yeah. But but Tom doesn't want to go in. He's like, well, how about this? My folks are having a party, and they can they can come to it. So Marilyn comes in and is like, oh, you guys are just having a party, blah blah. blah. Then come and Lily says, well, that's great because we don't get out at night as much as we used to. And then, yep. then yep. Marilyn says, well, by the way, it's a masquerade party. And then that throws like a wrench in the whole thing. And was like, well, the idea of grown people like us dressing up in a costume <laughs> and looking ridiculous. Yeah, who could imagine such a thing? And that's the end of the cold open. This show actually had a cold open in the 60s. And then, uh, then yeah. we get the. Which you is, know how I love a good cold open, too. So, And this is a thumping theme song. We have a, this is our first episode. The Munsters theme song is amazing. It's killer. I love this. Like the music that they use for this movie, or yes. not maybe the show is amazing. Yeah. And. There are lyrics to this song. We'll have to hunt them are? down. Really? Yes. yes. Oh. Because, oh. Uh, well, I don't know if we've discussed it on this show because this is the first episode, but I think it's been brought up that to make money off of songs, you had to write lyrics to them. So then, then the people would have to pay you uh, the rights to use the song mm. mm-hmm. instead of just getting royalties. So people that's would- interesting because the, the reason that the months, like everyone knows the Munster song and like you recognize it right away. And nobody ever thinks about there being words to it. So it's very popular wordless. But in order mm-hmm. to get paid for it, they had to have somebody come up with some like yep. silly, silly, silly lyrics to it. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I hope they're singing along with that guitar riff. <laughs> yep. And I, I think the lyrics are sung by children. Oh, oh that could be kind of creepy. I mm. think it's supposed to be creepy. And it's like there's something like off about the monsters, like they'll kill you and stuff. Um, so we'll have to do that for another episode where we look up the monster lyrics when we run and dry on material <laughs> alright so we got the monster theme song Hermit comes out of the stairs yep. Eddie there's a wolf boy there's grandpa Marilyn and they're all like going out the front door right that's what's happening mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, grandpa tries to bite Lily of course that seems to be a, yeah that yeah. seems to be a, a recurring thing yeah um, I also noticed that uh, you know, she she hands Herman his uh, his lunchbox because he's off to work. Yep. Um, 
and you know uh he this seems to be a very working class version of yeah of this as opposed to over on the other channel the adams family where they seem like very rich they're just independently yeah. wealthy yeah, yeah and they just hang out and do what they want all day long yeah. uh herman's got to go out and do stuff eddie goes um, eddie goes to school marilyn goes to college or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and dates lots of boys and herman goes yeah. to work lily's a housewife grandpa is grandpa yeah <laughs> I'm very curious about what Herman does. I hope we get to see that. Oh, God, I guarantee we do. I can't wait. Uh, So then we come out of that theme song and come back and we see Tom's parents. And this is why I want to know how how old she was, because Tom, you see him. He's like 20 something. Right. Yeah. And his mom looks old. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like they made they made her look old. They accentuated her age. And I just wanted to know how old yeah. she was. And if she was in her 60s when she made this, then okay. I mean, when when we see them again later on uh, at the masquerade, I remember seeing it and going like, wait a minute, is that the mom or is that like a grandma? Yeah, exactly. That like suddenly shows up. Yeah. So Tom's parents are there and they are not cool with inviting the monsters. No. Uh, <clears throat> but Tom's like, you know, they're nice people if they're like Marilyn. And then, and, and then the mom's like, "Well, I hope we don't misprint things because I hate to have our friends think we invited a couple of monsters." Oh, I do believe yeah. she says she hopes the society pages don't misspell their yeah, names. Yeah, something like society. that. Yeah. So, yeah. so Marilyn is not like not only is she getting she's going on these dates and things like that, but like uh, Tom is apparently a catch. He upper apparently crust, comes from a very yeah. high upper crust people yeah. who are going to get their uh, their masquerade parties we listed in the society pages including yeah. the guests that are attending yeah and and then so yeah exactly yeah. the daily to host party with monsters i hope <laughs> it doesn't say that yeah. oh, oh they'd be ruined if it said that oh, oh my god. god oh dear god um <laughs> and then so so then the dad like convinces that it's okay and then so tom goes thanks dad you know how it is and uh his dad goes son I haven't known how it is for a long time. I, so I don't know if that means like they're in like a sexless marriage <laughs> or like I, maybe it's just like something that's neat and tidy and they just they do it like once a month to pay the bills. I have no idea what their idea is. I, I thought because he was thanking him like because he's like, you know, it'll put me in good with Marilyn. You know, you know, you know how, how it, it is. is. And, right. and so his dad's like, you know, yeah, you got to do things and you got to you know, you got to get in good with the lady, whatever way you can, I guess, in order to get what you want. You know, the happy life, happy wife, I, happy no, life I, I type thing. But he's like, son, I haven't known how yeah. it is for a long time. Which oh, wait, I love think- I love that line. I laughed at it a lot and I rewound it to make sure I could get it right mm-hmm. down in my notes. So then from there, we go to the monsters and they have the invite and the handwriting on the envelope slants hard left. So the person was left handed that wrote that. And Herman makes a remark like uh, something like, I, ho- I hope their handwriting is an indication of how they are because they're falling over all the time. Yeah. Something really, a really <laughs> Good bad one, joke. Herman. Good one. Yeah. But yeah. it had the, the canned laughter rocking and rolling on that. Oh, they loved it. Yeah. And yeah. also, like, you have to make sure you don't blink. Otherwise, you miss seeing the. The, the the handwriting <laughs> it's the hard bad. left slanted handwriting yeah. yeah and back in the day you it wasn't like you could just pause and rewind it was like mm. i oh what why did herman say that ah, dad yeah. you missed it 
Uh, well, you, you know what? Back then, because there's so much radiation coming off the tube, if you blinked really hard, uh, you probably see it still. It was yeah. like still burnt in your retina. <laughs> your retina. <laughs> blink, blink, blink. Oh yeah, back back slanted handwriting. Um, and then there's something, and then they're like, "Well, we are an old family, not like someone just dug us up yesterday." Which was a very like, I think they may have looked at the camera when they said that one yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And nice then Grandpa pause. comes in, and he's pissed. He's not invited. <laughs> he, he wants to go. So angry, he yeah. threatens to turn himself into chopped liver yes. <laughs> to be served by the caterers. I'll use my magic powers. Yeah, what great magic! What great magic powers to have! Like, so that means Grandpa can like, is it called like transmogrify? So he can like he can like turn himself into stuff. Yeah, and chopped liver of all things. Yeah, yeah, that's like very specific. But what happens then if? What happens then if like that happens and like they serve you at the party and people and people eat and like suddenly like the 20 people at the party have all had some of grandpa like how does is he dead is he'll be back to become back in scenario you burst out of the guts and reassemble like so it's t2 right so they all burst out the gut and then they all mold together in the middle of the floor and reform grandpa Mm, tiny little grandpa speaking their head out of the stomachs Mm -hmm. and What's going on here? Oh, no, not again. It's also <laughs> kind of a clever way of him being like, you know, like, what am I, chopped liver? Like mm-hmm. that type of line of like, yeah. I'm just going to use my magic powers and turn myself into that. He's a chopped lifter. He'd yeah. rather yeah. be chopped liver than what he is now. But he's not invited. Also, he's like, I'm her, I'm her, gra- I'm her grandfather. What? Okay. So why does he get you invited <laughs> to a party? Yeah, exactly, to a party. It's just like, so Lily decides that, well, he'll ask the dailies if she'll ask the daily if, he, if, if grandpa can come. So then we cut to Mrs. Daly on the phone with Lily. And she's like, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Okay, that sounds great. Blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, "This there, there's a sob story uh, about how when someone has lived with you for hundreds of years, it's like they're part of the family. Isn't he <laughs> part of the family anyways? Yeah, that's what okay, I'm too. I'm that's, like, that's a question I then had. I'm like, mm-hmm. is is he actually Lily's grandfather or has he just been around with them so long that the, okay this is grandpa and like he's there and he's actually just family because of how long they've been together yeah i don't know it's really Mm -hmm. weird Mm -hmm. i bet they'll delve deeper into the lore in the future episodes it's common law family they've just lived with them by the Uh, way he's so he's dracula you got frankenstein uh eddie's a wolf man uh marilyn is is a blonde uh young lady very intimidating at times uh what what exactly is lily I don't know, but let, we'll, we'll come back to that. Let's put a pin okay. in that one because okay. uh, she okay. displays some powers later on. That we're oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So then then uh, old Mr. Daly says, well, the only thing that could be making this worse is if it rained on the night of the party. <laughs> Cut to <laughs> rain. <laughs> it's raining at the Munster's house. And Eddie is, he, he's looking at the, that's the first time we see Eddie, right? And he's looking out yep. the window and he's like, it's neat lightning. I hope it hits our house. Yeah. Um, so just like, okay, here we go. So now the, his his shtick is here's there's the bad thing. I hope it happens to us because I like bad things. Yep. Yep. And Mrs. Born Morton is going to babysit Eddie um, while they're at the party. And Mrs. Morton, uh, Marilyn knows Miss Morton from something, right? I can't her, remember. Her friend's mom. Yeah. So that's what it is. Yep. So we got Miss Morton coming, and here comes Herman in his outfit. It's a suit of armor, and he's King Arthur. And he comes waddling in, 
And yes. Lily comes out uh, and she is little Bo Peep uh, with like blonde locks on her head and a poofy little skirt and like the shepherd cane, I guess is what it's called. I don't know what you call it. Scares the crap out of Herman, too. Yeah, Herman's like, what? <laughs> You're shocked. terrifying. Yeah. It's, it's normal. Then, He's going to be so scared at the party later. I know. Oh, man. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. This is it's amazing what makeup can do or something that they say. <laughs> yeah. Then the first appearance of the crow clock. Happens. Raven. It's a raven. The raven. Clock. Yeah, the raven clock. Yeah. But he says it's 809. Nevermore. Is 809 something specific? I don't is that from know the Raven poem? Uh, I don't know about the 809, but I do believe that happens again at another time yeah. where it says it says it's not like top of the hour or anything like that. It's 809. Yeah. The voice of the- uh, voice of the Raven is uh, Mel Blanc. Oh, well, there you go. Bugs Bunny himself. Mm-hmm. So the crow or the Raven says it's 809 and the Tom is at the door. And then Tom comes in and he's like, funny thing, it's only raining on this block. So it is raining, but only over the monster's house, which is interesting. And then so Tom meets Herman, but in the suit of armor and meets Lily dressed up as little Bo Peep looking, you know, terrifying to Herman, but quite appropriate to anybody else. Right? <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. yep, and then yep. Tom and Marilyn leave. Then Herman walks over kicks up over the rug and stomps on a <clears throat> trap door for grandpa. And then we go to grandpa's lab because he's still working on his costume, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he's in the lab making potion for a costume and he's, he's running through some things he could be. And I can't remember what he says, but he settles for Mr. Hyde. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So he makes mm-hmm. this potion. He drinks it up. He starts choking and gagging. Uh, and he <clears> bends <throat> over. And you're like, oh, he's going to come up. He's going to be hideous. Uh, and now he just stands up and he looks the same. Yeah. And he's like, ah, nothing. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's been taking some of his. No, like, he says something skimming? very weirdly drug specific. He oh, says, yeah. someone upstairs is cutting the stuff again. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. So they're taking stuff and replacing it with baking powder, I guess. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) All right. So interesting, uh, interesting little note here about his. uh, So the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde potion that he goes for. Mm -hmm. uh, And he says, work, work for Fred March in uh, to win the Oscar. And so I look, I looked up Fred Mark, uh, Frederick March. He's a five time best actor nominee. He won in 1932 for Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Ah. Uh, he tied that year with Wallace uh, Beery for the champ. And then in 1947, uh, he won for the best years of our lives. Was not present to actually uh, pick up his award, though. But he oh, was a nominee in trivia. 1930, 1931, 1937, 1946, and 1951. Because he said something, and I didn't have subtitles on. And I'm like, what did he say? No, nah, I don't want to go back. And I just kept on going. <laughs> yeah. Keith I had subtitles back, on, and and then I still went back, yes. Yeah. Um, also, uh, the... Uh, I had a note in here about the, the laboratory. It's actually um, from Universal's uh, um, Frankenstein set. Oh, there you go. Really? Uh, the same guy who helped do special effects 
on uh on frankenstein he was also uh he did stuff for this one and some of the actual materials are in that lab as well wow you don't get you don't get a really good look at the lab uh in this episode but um but yeah i thought it was interesting that he referenced uh an actual person um and an actual thing that happened and like saying that he actually was responsible for you know uh fred march winning the oscar because of this potion he used for him back then (laughs) it's a pop culture reference yeah i love it yeah but it's not Oh, it's one of those that just doesn't uh, land like it would have. Uh, do you do you think ago. that landed really big with people when they heard that back in uh, back Maybe. in nineteen sixty four? Like, still oh, been thirty years, right? Yeah, yeah, Dang. yeah. Hmm. I would say they had they and they couldn't quickly flip through the almanac to make sure they got it right either. I will say that they, that that was probably my favorite part was the hide potion. Like the screams, <laughs> yeah, that were amazing. It's cracking me up. And then yeah, the reveal that it was just like, oh, nothing. I'm fine. Yep. <laughs> Almost like he's mixing it in, and then he's got like the thing that looks like he's making like um like a seltzer water almost. Like yeah, mm-hmm. spraying some of that in, you know, mixing it up. Yeah, you think. Uh, Grandpa really is a so far early in in watching these grandpa's uh, appearances are a, a very standout. Even if he looks like Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think he has a potion like specifically to become chopped liver as well? I bet you he can whip one up. Mm, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Maybe not on hand, but he no. could get it. So then we see Herman and Lily. They're talking about the party, and Lily says uh, for Herman to be on his best behavior, and Herman says. I'll be my old self, a perfect gentleman. In fact, several gentlemen. Uh, alluding <laughs> to the fact that, yes, he is a Frankenstein's monster. Um, and none were those straight look into the camera moments. Yep. And then they get mildly hornyish here because Lily puts her hand on his cold armor. And she's like, oh, you're so cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hmm. Classic. Yep. And then from there, we cut over to the Daily House. Uh, they're preparing for the party. And this is my favorite part of the entire episode. Uh, Mrs. Daly says uh, she doesn't want her husband to do or say anything to offend the monsters. And then as she walks by, Mr. Daly turns and he is dressed just like Herman. He's a Frankenstein's <laughs> monster. And this part made me laugh out loud. Oh, that was a really good twist. That really, I was like, oh, I really enjoyed that. Good. Up until yeah. then, I, I just been like, well, I've been running a roll with the punches and yeah. let the studio audience uh, laugh for me. This one yeah. actually made me laugh because he, he looks like <laughs> it almost <laughs> reminded me of how um, the monster in uh, Young Frankenstein looked in a, in a bit of a way. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, good. So Mr. Daly is dressed just like Herman. So yep. from there, we cut back to the Munster house and the babysitter arrives. There's lots of cutting back between the dailies and the Munsters in this episode. There is. Yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, just back around forth. like three different stories at some points. Yeah. Like, but it's yeah. like they're, they're, they're doing it. They just to do like a minute of something that is zero payoff. Yeah. There's uh, like there's no consequence whatsoever. <laughs> So we cut back to the babysitter and she has arrived. She's been a babysitter. Don't worry. She's been a babysitter for 20 years and mm-hmm. nothing can face her. <laughs> and then grandpa comes out of the, the basement. He's dressed as Napoleon and he had a recipe and I didn't understand a single word of it. And just like the previous one, I was not going to go back and look to see what it was. Keith, uh, what was I it? did not. I did not get that one. Oh. 
because he was like, uh, something something in Marlon Brando. It was like the yep, I heard that the something of a child, uh, blah blah blah, and something with Marlon Brando. I don't know. I didn't understand a lick of it. Is what I wrote down here. Uh, <laughs> so now Grandpa is introduced to the babysitter, Mrs. Morton, and he goes to bite her on oh, not on yeah. the neck, but on the arm, right? The That's hand, like the big yeah. thing. Like he's does a lot of hand kissing and instead of hand kissing, he wants to bite wrists uh, and Lily slaps him. Um, and then Herman points out that it stopped raining as they're leaving. And then grandpa's like, don't let that, don't let that spoil the evening. Uh, yeah. And then Lily tells the babysitter, Hey, you know, if if spot Eddie's pet comes scratching at the back door, don't let it inside because last time it ate the sofa. Yeah. And she's like, she does a look into the camera. It's like the sofa. She's like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, what's a sofa? Why you say love seat? You know, I, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it's like. I don't know. Pets eat furniture. Yeah. That's like, that's like a normal turn of phrase. Yeah. I don't know why she's so confused. Yeah, about no, this she's one. really worried about that. Yeah. And then we have Lily. We're at the outside the Daly's house. Right. And Lily is telling grandpa not to get drunk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, okay, don't get sure. drunk and act a fool. And then Miss Daly answers it. And then Grandpa does it again. He's going to bite Miss yep. Daly on the hand or the wrist. And then Lily slaps him. And then he does this, like, this weird like old man lip <laughs> kiss on the hand thing. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. That would make me so uncomfortable. Yeah, yep. Someone going in for the hand kiss. Well, <laughs> yes. And I think especially after you see them going in for the bite first, because, you know, you're watching that guy when he starts coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she doesn't. It's not even phaser. She's like, uh, whatever. It's like Everyone she didn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she took it as a compliment. I don't know. So now we cut back to the monsters and there's Miss Morton and the cat growls like a lion at her. <laughs> she's like, oh, this is the first thing she's been babysitting for 20 years, but this is phasing her. This is um, the and, first time we kind of start to get a like we don't get a deep look into the entire house, but mm-hmm. we really can see this house is dirty as shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's, there's bad, cobwebs yeah. everywhere, yeah. dusty, um, and she's just kind of look, like and at some point I was expecting her to like be like, well, I'm here. I'm going to I'm going to clean stuff clean up. up. Yeah. And then then be like when they got home from the party, be like really upset at her or something like mm-hmm. that for like cleaning the house or something. Mm-hmm. Um but like I, I was just amazed like how much uh dirt and stuff there is everywhere uh in the house. Mm-hmm. Dirty, yeah. cobweb, yeah. dusty. It's a dump. Yeah, it is a dump. Um and then so anyway, the, the she the babysitter gets growled at by the, the cat. The yep. buzzer, the phone starts buzzing. I thought it was the front door. It was Apparently like Apparently the cat's name is Kitty. Oh, okay. Yeah. That'll be easy to remember. So the buzzer is actually Eddie on the phone calling down because I'm assuming they could only pay Eddie X amount of dollars and some sort of child labor thing. So he is off camera, uh, invisible, but he's requesting permission to skip the bath because they're out of scalding water. Yeah. Which she doesn't, she doesn't even like, nope, flinch at. Doesn't phase her. Oh, makes sense. No scalding water, no bath. Um, but he's like requesting permission to skip Beth. Aye, aye, 10 4, blah, blah, blah. And then so she hangs up the phone and she looks at the harp. She runs her hand across the harp really fast. Yep. And then the harp runs. It's haunted, I guess. It plays music back at her. And she's yeah. like, what? 
The cat growls. And then the raven clock strikes again. Uh, That is Charlie the raven. Charlie. Charlie the raven cause at her or whatever. I think she's starting to get a little phased with this. She's getting a little phased 20 years Mm -hmm. uh, out the window. Back to the daily party. Uh, Grandpa open is there with Herman. He's got a martini in his hand and he's trying to feed it to Herman because Herman can't bend his arms. I don't know. Uh, I think he's he can't like he can't lean forward at all with that giant like uh, <laughs> well, metal hel- the, the metal helmet to, to drink, though. You got to lean back. So whatever. Uh, so grandpa's trying to feed Herman a drink and he's missing his mouth poorly and it goes into the suit. Marilyn asked uh, Grandpa if she he would dance with Mrs. Daly, and then he runs off. And then Herman is slushed around with a martini in his suit. I don't. It's like <laughs> you think he'd like that. You know that yeah. seems bad. Mm-hmm. You think he'd be kind of into it. Like yeah, oh, this seems but cool. The 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 payoff is like to me that's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that. That's a setup to something. Uh huh. <laughs> Neat. It never it never comes back. It never comes back nope. like. No, uh, that martini loose in his uh, suit makes helps him in some way or causes yeah. a problem. Nah. Yeah, like 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 uh, maybe like you know it leaks out and somebody thinks like he peed himself or something like mm-hmm. something nope. weird, like is what I kind of thought was going to happen. Uh, and yeah, it just, it just happens. It's there. And then it's boom. there. It's just it's a very whatever thing. Then we see Grandpa dancing with Mrs. Daly, and he says, "You make a lovely Juliet. You remind me of one of my wives." <laughs> I had 167 of them. (laughs) And then he says something like, they're all dead. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And then then she goes to say something like, oh, you must be lonely. She must miss them or something like that. Oh, no, I visit them often. (laughs) Yeah, which immediately gets her to walk away and find uh, her son, Tom, and is like, yeah, I think uh, the grandpa is drunk. Don't let him have anything else. She's like, these monsters are terrible, and the grandpa is drunk. They don't honestly like, seem that bad. Like, yeah, they haven't had any interaction with the monsters. She's like, these monsters people <laughs> yeah. are awful. Like she should have went right away when he tried to bite her hand. That should have been the first like yeah. time she complained. It's all but, grandpa. The one yeah. who insisted on being there is <laughs> He's the ruining asshole. everything. Yeah. All right. And also, like Tom doesn't ask, like, what happened? No. Like he He's just, just told me about 67 wives and how he visits them often. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? Dead. Yeah, and they're all dead. <laughs> that is and he tried. And he tried to bite me when they showed up. Like nobody mm-hmm. asks these questions. They just. Yeah. And this is where now we have to discuss what the fuck Lily is because she is <laughs> dancing with Mister Daly, but she mm-hmm. is, and he's like, "Oh, you're very light on your feet," and she says, "Thank you," because she's flying. She's literally yes. like six to eight inches off of the ground. Yeah, and nobody noticed. And nobody notices. Nobody says anything. She hasn't flown previously, um, and now she's flying on the dance floor. And then yeah. what? <laughs> so Lily can fly. Mm-hmm. She is she a witch? She's got to be a vampire or a witch. One of the two. I, I was thinking yet. vampire or witch. Yeah, that's my yeah. two guesses. I didn't but... think of the witch. I just but... I was thinking vampire. I always uh, thought that she was a. Um... I always thought that she was supposed to be like a uh, bride of Frankenstein. Type yeah. thing because of, because of the hair and everything yeah. like that, but like yeah, they don't give a specific of what she is. Not oh, least. wait a minute! According to Wikipedia, she is a vampire. There you go. Huh. She's a vampire. Okay. Well, I guess she's related to Grandpa. I mm-hmm. suppose that makes mm-hmm. sense. 
but she's flying above the ground. First time we see her flying, and there she's doing it. And then Herman and Marilyn are talking, right? And then Herman says, Mr. Daly needs to introduce himself. He's the host of the party. <laughs> but Marilyn convinces Herman. It's like, no, 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 he can't do it. So he goes to introduce him. And then... By the way, I'm I'm with Herman 100% on this one. That guy oh, should yeah, introduce yeah. himself. Yeah, so, why, yeah. Why does Herman have to do it? You know, it's like not okay. just uh, all his guests. He should be nice. Hey, welcome. You know, and, mm-hmm. and kind of working the entire room. But also, this was like the uh, special guest type thing, like the the mystery yeah. guest that was coming over, like that you guys had to make special arrangements for even bring the grandfather with. Yeah, yep. the son like wants them to get along. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. They're very wants to impress his girlfriend's, uh, you know, guardians. So can you? Go talk, you know, you should introduce yourself. So I'm thoroughly with Herman on this one. But now I think when Herman gets over there, I understand why Mr. Daly has not been making the rounds because he is there with this Miss Hansen. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm not the only person who thought that like something weird was going on there. Yeah. Like, Mm. oh, hi, I'm, you know, Tim Daly or whatever, and (laughs) the star of Wings. And this (laughs) is, is Miss Hansen out of the blue, nowhere else. Young, attractive woman with a ma- with a mask on, mm-hmm. and uh, he stands yeah. up and he turns to reveal himself as as a Frankenstein's monster, and Herman's like, "Oh, you remind me of someone I know." Mm. Hmm. Who could it be? And, and but then he says, "Shame you couldn't get a costume for your own costume party." <laughs> so yeah. Herman thinks Mister Daly looks like him. Yeah, so like man, normal. Yeah. The father of the family. Frankenstein makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's normal. Okay, yeah. hold on. Going back to this Miss Hanson lady though. So, like, they try to get Grandpa to dance like with uh, with Mrs. Daly. Uh-huh. I think later on they they walk over and uh, set him up to get like a plate of food like with yep. her. Yep. Yeah. Um. And so it's almost like they're trying to get her and Grandpa to like hook up a bit, and then well, she's you know, Grandma Miss- age. But then, like, Mr. Daly is, like, he's dancing with Lily. He's talking to this other, like, mysterious Miss Hanson lady. Like, mm-hmm. is this like a swingers party masquerade? Oh, is this what they got going on here? That. Mm. that could oh, be. A swingers yeah. party with your kid is That weird. would be kind of weird, yeah. Having your kid set you up with somebody. At the uh, mm. Don't like it, just, it just seemed like there was, a like, Mrs. Daly and Mr. Daly, like, are nowhere together during this entire no. thing <laughs> at, at all. Like, and- it's some... They're all hanging out and doing stuff with other people the entire time. And then after this moment, the dailies all like get together and talk about how terribly rude the monsters are and how much they hate them. They're yeah. the rudest mm-hmm. people any of them have ever met. Ever. ever. That's pretty harsh. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, but they, they've, so they have all these experiences with the monsters, hate the monsters. Yeah. Cut to the monster house. Babysitter brings milk oh, for yeah, Eddie. And he just says, put it under the door. And there's a, a little miniature that doggy door, door, a doggy door to the door. Oh, well, um, but first she's asleep. And she, she wakes up and she's covered in like, there's a ton of cobwebs on her. Oh, yeah. And she wakes up to your howling. Yep. And when she's like, huh, what is that? All of a sudden, Eddie's like, oh, that's just me. I do that whenever the, the moon's <laughs> full. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she also we see uh, a shadow of uh like a dinosaur looking thing walking through the house that kind of oh yeah stairs. that was this yeah. part yeah my my bad my bad yeah because we do that we hear the howling it's just me and then Eddie is 
springing spot and it is like godzilla it's like yeah godzilla what of godzilla going upstairs which they said previously i think we we missed this in the in the intro of miss morton was they said if spot tries to come in don't yeah, let him last time he, yeah he eats mm-hmm. a sofa yeah so, and, like so yeah i, I skipped monster. ahead i i scrolled down and i saw the next break yeah, uh so no yeah so eddie howells godzilla that shot was cool of godzilla the shadow yeah, i thought that yeah. actually looked really cool and the i can see why cool. it was kind of scary even like oh god what is but that but is she phased she doesn't run out the house that's true at that so, point no. i think i would be phased enough to 20 please. years of babysitting i've seen everything including <laughs> godzilla's yeah, godzilla yeah yeah her answer is to go bring him some milk uh and when yeah. he says to put it through the doggy door she's like well, okay yep so then we cut back to the daily party. Well, and can, can I ask a quick question before yeah. we jump back to the party there? Yeah. Now I I've, you know, when I was younger, obviously I had babysitters and stuff. Did you guys ever have a babysitter come over who you never saw at all through the whole time? Cause she never sees Eddie. He's already yeah. upstairs. That's a good uh, point. She never checks in on him. He calls down to her at one point. And again, mm-hmm. it's probably because of the, uh, you know, child labor laws uh, to keep him off screen and all, but, I found this very weird that in this odd house with a few odd things happening, Brad, she's not, not really faced. Like she never sees him ever. And I'm like, how does, does that, is that like a regular babysitter occurrence? Is you never see the kid that you're looking after? Maybe was that like 60s. a thing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I found that amazing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Even, even if it was just like a normal, like everyday household, not the Munster's house, you, you, you never went up to make sure that the, the kid said something about scalding water. <laughs> you saw well, drinking I mean, going up scalding water so yeah there was but he but he was saying that he because he didn't have any scalding yeah. water well, that should and then he's howling is. and there's a dog and there's a doggy door to put milk through like there's maybe he's climbing up towards him yeah mm. yeah maybe you should check in and make sure the kid's okay i don't know that's, that's just that's what i thought yeah. yeah i wonder how much she got paid for babysitting no i bet it was free that's why yeah that's mm, why was, oh yeah friends the friend, mother's friend yeah yeah so then we can cut back to the daily party and tom is trying to get marilyn to leave uh let him get out of here da, 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 da. but marilyn is upset that their parents haven't been talking or her the monsters haven't been talking to the dailies mm-hmm. and then he's like we'll fix that and then we see grandpa with with mrs daly again and they're at the buffet table getting something to eat and grandpa starts eating that flaming buffet gel that keeps Keeps yes. it hot. Yeah. And you know, you see him, he eats it and he blows smoke out of his mouth. And she's like, What? He's like, Oh, I'm sorry. And then he scoops some onto her plate. Yeah, he's not yeah. rude at all. He's very <laughs> no. courteous. He's like, oh weird. my I'm sorry. I should have gotten you some as well. He's just eating flamey gel. And this is just a, such a little non sequitur because yeah. we cut back to the monsters, and this is the milk sliding the milk through the doggy door. Eddie's going to bed, and then you hear like a coffin close. And she's like, huh? And then we cut back to the daily party. And then this is they're doing the prize for the best costume. Yep. So up until this point, remember, the dailies think the Munsters are the worst people they've ever met. And they've only had like small interactions with them. They're the mm-hmm. worst people they ever met. <laughs> so they're having this prize for the most original costume. And you hear people screaming, it's George Washington or 
<laughs> Daniel yeah. Boone, like crappy, <laughs> crappy costumes. Yeah. Like even for the sixties, they had to have something <laughs> pop culture they could have wanted to be for yeah. that. You know, yeah. you see this like, epic suit of armor just sitting in the background. You're like, obviously, George we all know who should Daniel win. Daniel like, Boone, and the guy just had a hat on, and he had like a yeah. skin hat. <laughs> Whoop de doo! Here's yeah. like a, a suit of armor, and then somebody finally goes. King Arthur, and they're like, yeah, and then like the a dad, drunkenly, drunkenly yells, King Arthur. Yeah. But then Mr. Daly is like, okay, that's cool, yeah. Up until this point, hates Herman Munster. Time for the prize. All right, we'll give it to Herman Munster, and then like, take off your helmet. And <laughs> which it's like, they're why? in a room of like twenty people. I don't know why they're screaming like that, but they do. He takes off his helmet. And then somebody goes, he's wearing a mask under another mask. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Cool. But they yeah. give Herman, like you think the dad, if he hated the monsters so much up to this point, when somebody suggested the monster should win, he'd be like, eh. like, like do the little hand signal, like this throat cut. No, 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 no. Yeah. Let's find it- somebody else to win this. I don't want to give this giant bottle of champagne to this <laughs> crazy man. It should have been a cool competition, you know, like Mr. Daly. He's got the the Frankenstein mask on. And then like, it's like, it's like, who could win? They're both so good. And then he reveals his face and he's also got Frankenstein. He's also a Frankenstein. He's like, that would have been great. (laughs) Thanks. So much much potential there. But he gets this big bottle of champagne as the prize. And he's Herman stoked. He's like, yeah, one. That's right. He's kind of feeling good about himself. But Lily is pissed off. Oh, yeah. And she comes and she's like, didn't you hear? Didn't you hear you were being insulted? The mask comet. And now here comes a touchstone joke because Herman looks in the mirror and the mirror breaks. Yep. And then he goes, oh, that is my face. Right. Like, so <laughs> like what? <laughs> Herman is clearly yeah. an idiot as well. So he's very <laughs> dumb. He's ugly enough to break a mirror and very dumb. <laughs> kind. He's a nice person, but very stupid. Nice. Right. And, and so. also, this is um, uh, that I think Derek, you mentioned earlier. There's some reoccurring bits. Yeah, this is the a the, the mirror. Yeah, the mirror breaking. Mm-hmm. It it only only when he looks at it apparently too, because yep. the rest of them are standing right there, and it's. But again, I well, I guess technically, if Lily's a vampire, she shouldn't be able to even be seen in the mirror. In the mirror. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yep. I, I don't so, want to be mean, but I would say he is probably the the most grotesque of them. Yeah. <sighs> Him no offense Grandpa. to Herman, but it's, it's obviously Marilyn. Is come on. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Marilyn's the worst. I was, yeah, yeah. wait till she looks well, in the mirror. Marilyn's Explode. pissed off now, too. Lily's pissed off. Herman's yep. feeling the fool. Grandpa is drunk. And Marilyn's pissed <laughs> and tells Tom, is like, you family did this. You set up my family to make them look like fools. Blah, 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 blah. Yep. So we cut back to the monster home. Uh, and this is, boy. They cut back at a weird thing, and I wish I could share the clip. Herman is doing something weird. He's kind of like shimmying a little bit, and his hands are up in the air, and it yeah. looked almost sexual in a way. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I didn't think about that. Like that's all I can think of. Like, oh, Herman and Lily are doing it in their <laughs> costumes, and and she, he's just like grinding. Maybe it's some of the martini still swishing around in there. Maybe I don't like it's no, a callback no, to that or something. But it could be. Oh, that's a good call, Keith. Um, but then Miss Morton's there, and uh, uh, and she's like, "Oh yeah, it's great. If you didn't have that peculiar habit of howling at the moon, uh, she's she he never even known he was there." Classic. <laughs> and yep. she leaves, and Lily's like, 
Don't all children howl at the moon? Yeah, what, what do you mean peculiar. by peculiar? Peculiar. Yeah. Don't all children howl at the moon? That's just another. I bet that's just the yeah straw on the camel's back, right? There's like, what do you mean by that? Huh? Yeah. Peculiar. Our child. Yeah, Miss Morton's lucky to have gotten out of there alive. I mean, they were already pissed at the other thing. Unfazed. Nothing phases her. (laughs) Yep. So we cut back. They're out of their costumes now. Herman's back to being Herman. Lily's back to being Lily. And someone is at the front porch. It's Tom bringing Marilyn home. And then Liz's like, well, I don't know. I'd hate to have those awful parents in this family. Uh, Like assuming that Marilyn's going to marry Tom or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. And so they go back outside, and Tom is just like aggressively trying to get his way back in. He's like, oh, yeah, oh, he's on. very pushy. Come on, baby. Let's just go inside. The lights are off, blah, 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 blah. And Marilyn's like, fine. I'll go get coffee. You turn on the lights. Do you think Do you think she knows what's going to happen? No, because okay. she, she thinks she's the problem. So he turns on the lights. He sees Herman and Lily for the first time out of their costumes. And then he runs off, right? Yeah, he's like, that's your real face? Oh, my like, God. Whoa. And he flies out of there. So Marilyn says, looks like I scared another one away. <laughs> well, it, not so much the scaring away is what thinking, but like, because he's like, oh, all the lights are off. They mustn't have come back yet. So let's go in because he's like, let's kind of like go and mess around. And she's like, all right, we'll go in, turn the lights on. Do you think she knows that they're sitting in there in the dark? Well, she, she says they sit in the dark all the time. Yeah. Right? So she so, she's like, she's like, she knows they're home. Yeah, and I think she knows that Tom's going to walk in there and they're going to be sitting there. I don't think she's expecting him to like, ah, and like take off running out like that, but like just going to scare him a bit that two people are actually just sitting in the dark. Yeah, but he, I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't think that they're freaky looking, but he does. Uh, And so Marilyn looks like he's scared in another way. And then Herman puts the button on the episode and he says, he had the weirdest hairdo I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that (laughs) is how the episode ends. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, he had weird that. hair, <laughs> and we're done. Cut uh, credits. <laughs> Monster episode one, Monster Masquerade on the, is in the on books. that classic zinger right there. Well, and also, by the way, that wasn't his hair. He was still wearing his costume hair. That's- All right. So, what did you guys think of Monster Masquerade? Uh, I thought it was pretty good for a for a kickoff episode. I mean it quickly introduces you to all the characters and what their little quirks are going to be for the most part. Maybe I, maybe they don't go into enough of lilies, but all the rest of them, the, you know, you know, jokes about Herman being, you know, Frankenstein's monster made of several men and grandpa's goofiness. And, you know, you get a brief meeting of Eddie and Marilyn's whole issues with, she thinks there's something wrong with her. I mean, they hit every little thing that, so you, already know everything you need to know about these characters up front yeah i'm kind of the same i think it's okay i didn't like love it um i was laughing out loud more of uh derek describing the plot i think than <laughs> that's a lot of the jokes <laughs> yeah um but I, I don't feel it doesn't just doesn't feel like they quite got their groove it's kind of just you yeah, have the classic like they stare at the camera and they say something that's the opposite of what you'd expect yeah. that kind of thing and it's like yep i get it um but I, I did like a lot of the grandpa stuff i actually i think he's my favorite character so far at least um yeah, he was cracking me up a bit. I'll be honest, I did not care a whole lot for it. <laughs> I thought there, were, <laughs> there was the one funny joke where you reveal that dad's dressed up like Frankenstein, and yeah. that's about it. Like the rest was oh. like there are lots of weird little one second things that just had no, they were yeah. just filler and no payoff at the end. I'd agree. Yeah, I mean, like 
I feel like the whole Eddie uh, like side plot could have just been cut out. Like I, oh, I get they want to sure. introduce everybody, but and he wasn't even in this episode. Other than that, I hope our house gets hit by lightning. And yeah, the time he's just yeah. off camera. It mm-hmm. felt like that one was more so they could show you a few of the like, like weird little odds and ends of the house. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. all is all is all that gave you, and it doesn't. They don't really show you much of the house at all. I mean, mm-hmm. just a few small little sections. No. Uh, that you get to see here, but I think that's kind of what that served was. Oh, let's bring this lady as an outsider to come in, yeah. and yeah, she'll look around. Let we can see from her reactions. Of course, she's never faced, so probably not the best re- person to get reactions from about like the weird stuff that goes <laughs> yeah, around the house. Wrong. That's another complaint. They had a whole opportunity, nothing phases me, and you know what? She was right, nothing phases her, <laughs> she, <laughs> nothing startled her spooked her she didn't like run off her hair didn't stand up <laughs> nothing yeah that could She's have been a total episode. haunted house she is in a literal haunted house yeah right the harp the harp played itself and she goes yeah huh. that's kind of weird she gives like a second glance and then keeps moving yeah, yeah. The see a godzilla climbing up the stairs yeah. hmm. hmm okay that's weird that's yeah. fine, I guess. Nothing phased her. The best babysitter ever. She better be in every episode from here on out because otherwise, <laughs> like, she's like the monster whisperer. Yeah. <laughs> we got to see her break eventually. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Nothing happens. That, oh, no, that's definitely what you need is you need the episode. Like, if she's a recurring character, there has to be the episode where she breaks. Yeah. Like, what is it? What do you. Okay. Let's say now and then. Maybe that episode happens. What do you think breaks Mrs. Morton? Um, she sees Herman naked, nude Herman. Yeah, and he's got like a, a like a three skin tone Frankenstein schlong with <laughs> bolts coming out the base. Nice, yep. full frontal. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that. Well, that would, that would phase me. That's for sure. <laughs> that would startle most most individuals. <laughs> I don't even know if I. I can't even. I can't even. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh heightened from there keith uh okay so i th- i think it's uh shortly after that she's not phased by newt herman but then he goes hey miss morton and then he turns and he starts uh do you know like spot wait what he starts having sex with spot <laughs> the godzilla right there in front of her that's what faces her huh you yeah. know that would also face me yeah yeah and you gotta eat, not Terry. You gotta take it up one notch. What, what oh, do you think? You know, would, I was gonna say maybe she got eaten by Spot earlier, but now I'm trying to think of like a better one. Maybe um, she does get eaten by Spot. Wink, wink. <laughs> and that's what <laughs> come on. There. Maybe, maybe, maybe she joins in because uh, yeah. you know she's not that phase. She's a little phase, but not that phase. Yeah. She, maybe she gives like a knowing glance mm. at the camera. It's like eh, I don't know, but then she's like, well, shrugs her shoulders, goes for it. Then maybe like yeah, maybe and then she like runs too much out teeth the next or something. Scene. Yeah. yeah. Audio, yeah, listeners out there, you go ahead and take your bets on which of our scenarios you think is gonna <laughs> gonna happen, and we'll we'll see who wins at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that'll happen. All right, uh, so that was you know it was an okay, it was a fine episode. I didn't really care a ton for it. Mm-hmm. Would I have watched the next week? Probably because there were only three channels. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a whole lot of options, mm-hmm. so yeah. I probably would have tuned in again. Okay, so that will do it for episode one of the Munsters, the Munster Masquerade. Mm. Uh, and then next episode, we will be covering, if you guys want to watch along with us, 
episode two of the <laughs> monsters you would have thought. For, the, for the watch along right we will we would go in sequential order of the monster episodes yep and that yeah, join be, us it'll be fun yeah next episode yeah and then i get oh boy you know what we could buckle your seatbelt folks yeah we could always have people send in their monster based questions yep. send your monster based questions send it to us i don't know how but do it uh, <laughs> you'll find well, you us, can, right? you can send it, you can send it to our twitter account right oh yeah i guess i mean somebody's gonna man that all right and then do we have a sign off it's always hunting season that's <laughs> what we're gonna do that's why i've written yeah. down here somebody mm-hmm. must that have said works. it at one point we should all I, say it I, yeah. together then. I uh, so uh, so Derek, you can say until so until next time, and then we'll all say it. Yeah. We'll so until in. next time, it's, it's always, always hunting, hunting season. season. The Monster Hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gola, and Terry Vicroy. Keith is the host of the Pop Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop-Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it, at How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Reel. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Reel on Twitter at Run the Reel. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gollum. The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production.